Welcome to the In Tune Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Miller, and I am on a mission to inspire women to step out on faith and get completely in alignment with their purpose in this world. This podcast is meant to motivate women to overcome any limiting beliefs that are stopping them from standing in their power and achieving the goal or desire that has been put on their hearts. I am a woman of God, a wife, a new mom, and a mindset coach. I believe in James 1.3. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from myself and other amazing women who decided to take a leap of faith, build their endurance, and get more in tune in order to become the woman they were created to be. We'll open up dialogue around healing past traumas, motherhood, to the entrepreneurial journey, and much more. So if you're ready to get your life together and more in tuned, then stick around for today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. I am super excited to be sharing with you guys a conversation that I had with the lovely Brianna. Wanted to tell you guys a little bit about her background really quick before we hop into today's conversation. Brianna is a certified NLP life and business coach who works with new coaches and inspiring entrepreneurs to level up their business and their life. She has been on a self-development journey to become better every day and has built a business helping others to do the same. Brianna specializes in mindset shifting, creating systems for you to become a more intentional you. This conversation seriously gave me so much life. It was so motivating. We talked about everything from overwhelm. We talked about planning your days, um, really getting a little bit more deeper into doing the things that are going to cause less resistance. How are you going to show up day to day? How are you going to find out what actually makes you happy? This is a super, super inspiring conversation. If you guys are looking for something that's going to kick you in the butt, really get you motivated, um, then this is going to be the episode for you. So without further ado, let's hop into today's conversation. All right, everyone. So I have with me the lovely Brie. I'm just going to hop right in and have you introduce yourself just a little bit about who you are, what your mission is on this earth, what you do, what you're passionate about. And then we'll just jump right into that. And then we'll dive into some more questions that I have for you. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm honestly really excited. Uh, so hi everyone, I am Brie, also known as Brianna. I am a certified NLP life coach and business coach. I work with entrepreneurs and new business owners to get you know, their mind right and get them consistent and setting up systems and ultimately becoming the best person that they can be, however that looks like for them. Mm, love that, love that. I'm the reason why I specifically reached out to Bree is because like she is a woman after my own heart when it comes to organization and like systems and processes and everything like that. They're like, there are certain areas of my life that I am just not very organized when it comes to, but then when it comes to like planning out the day on how I'm going to tackle the areas that I'm unorganized in, like that's where like I'm obsessed with like setting out my day and like having a plan and a focus. So I'm super excited to talk to you a little bit more about your background and your your story and how you got to where you are now to come to a place of service and now wanting to give back and to share where you've been. So um, one of the first questions that I want to know is like, what got you like into this space, like wanting to be organized? So um, 
This is all about like in tune living. So I know that everyone starts off in a place where they're out of tune, where it's just, I mean, I want you to tell more of what that looked like for you um, and kind of really paint that picture, whether it's what, how you felt, what, you know, your thoughts that were showing up for you um, back then and now how you are, you know, stepping into your business and, you know, being a coach now. So I'd love to hear just kind of that background story um, of when you were maybe a time when you were out of alignment to that transition to where you are right now. Yeah, I love that. And that question just, it, it fits me, you know, because it's like years ago, you know, even as a child, my mom was very structured. She was very organized. She knew what bills were coming up, when they had to be paid, when laundry days were, when our hair washing days, you know, and to me, I didn't know anything else but being organized, you know, mm -hmm. so I stepped into it as my adulthood. I had it just a little bit. I'm not going to say I planned everything, you know, before because I didn't know how much I did need it and I did love it. Mm -hmm. So fast forward being an adult, now I can say anything that I do in my life, all I got to do is put it on my calendar. I just mm -hmm. have to make time for it. Right now, I've been so intentional with, you know, how I am in business, how I show up. And that's been because I've been more mindful on the books that I'm reading. And I mm -hmm. said, you know what, if I have time to be on social media, I have time to dedicate an hour to read a book. Mm -hmm. Now I went farther than that. Every mm -hmm. morning I read for one hour before I go to bed, mm -hmm. I read for one hour. Mm -hmm. And I started saying, we're so quick to make excuses, right? And to me, organizing is probably the biggest reason people have an excuse. I don't have time to do it. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> you, well, you better find running. the time <laughs> yeah. and it's not even to find the time because we can't manage time we manage mm. tasks mm -hmm. and we manage activities so for me to know that I know what I have going on sure there's days that stuff cannot go as planned you know but mm -hmm. you you need to tell yourself you know what the most important things that I wanted to do I got done mm. and for me just organizing it is that and I look at it taking a step farther in my business mm -hmm. for me to organize it's how I show up for people you know I'll have a call at a certain time and I'll get on earlier just because I'm like you know what give it a little room to see who else is going to show up a little bit earlier who else is taking it just as serious and we don't really think that in planning you can give yourself time to have you time you don't mm -hmm. schedule it and never gets done. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I can 100% agree to that. It's crazy how mm -hmm. when you put things down, and I'm a huge believer in this, just in, in general, when it comes to your goals or just your visions, like you have to get what's in your head out and onto a piece of paper. And mm -hmm. I mean, whether it's a piece of paper and, and we can talk a little bit more about that as well in terms of like different ways on how to organize. Um, but the biggest thing is like, once it's there, like, for example, today, like I wrote down, twist my hair and get it like, you know, get it set mm -hmm. up, like little things like that, that actually move you forward to achieve the goals or the things that it, that it is that you need to do. So um, you mentioned about like people having the excuse of like, I don't have the time for that. I know that it's like the biggest thing, like, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy. Um, how do you feel about that? I know you briefly just mentioned it, but like there are times when we have those mindsets and it, it is a real 
limiting belief, um, but what are some ways that you've been able to, whether it's for yourself or for your clients, been able to work around um, that obstacle? Yeah, so a lot of times when I am coaching clients, it's based off of what I've already done for myself because I'm not gonna recommend something that I've, I've never done, right? So for me, before when I was saying, oh, I don't have time to do this. And, you know, it wasn't even about not having time. It, it, was, it wasn't as, as important as I thought. So what I started doing was writing out, well, what's my ideal day? How do I want it to actually go, right? What are the things that I really, really wanna do? And then I start looking and saying, okay, well, I have an hour at this time to do this. Maybe a task only takes me 15 minutes, but I really want to do it. You plug it in. It's not about, oh my God, how many things can I get done? What can you do in the routine that you already have for yourself? Mm. When you think about it that way, it's a lot easier to plug in the stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a client I had that she's like, oh, I want to spend more time on social media. It's not so much spend more time to you know, show up as your business. It's where do you already have time? Mm. What are you doing? that you know, because she also had a baby. So I'm like, okay, you know your baby's napping or playing, you could be on your phone for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do it to where there's less resistance and you're gonna be able to always do it. Mm, yeah, that's, that's powerful. And I think that's powerful when it comes to anything like exercising or just plugging anything in. Um, but I wanna take it back a little bit more because I think it can be, um, you know, you just plan it, you get it in, you know, and that's very real and it's very true. Hence why I have you on here to talk about this, mm -hmm. but I want to kind of peel the onions back a little bit more about like, when was a time for you when you just maybe didn't have everything all planned out and like, what did that look like? Bring me through kind of that uh, moment in time for you. I want to get a better picture of the shift. You know, of course you said your mother, was there um, and she kind of set the path for you and set the foundation. And that's actually very different from like my upbringing. I just remember my parents working super hard. I never really saw them organizing and planning. And so seeing that maybe someone didn't have that growing up, how do you get that motivation to want to start to organize your life? I would honestly say it's once you hit rock bottom, because for me, it was now in my twenties early 20s, you know, as soon as you finish your teenage years, you think you're grown and then you hit your 20s and you're like, what is this adult life? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's when I didn't take it seriously because I didn't know. How many times are we searching for our purpose that you're just literally waking up and you go clock into a job? Mm. I thought that was it, you know, and this is kind of where I can attach organizing and just being productive and wanting more for myself is because I didn't really know what that looked like. I didn't really have a foundation of entrepreneurs. Yeah, my mom worked for herself, whatever, but it was still not in the light of where things are now in the entrepreneurial world. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was more so like, I had to have my own aha moment. Like, are we really gonna just do this for the rest of our lives? You know, like, like it's fine to work for somebody, you know, but mm -hmm. at what point are you saying, I wanna get up and I want more time for me? I want time to journal. I want time to meditate. And you don't know about this until you get into the self-development world. So oftentimes we say, how do we get motivated? You don't. You have to sit with yourself and say, do I want better or do I not? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to motivate you. Because if you, if you really don't care, 
you're not going to change anything that you're doing. Yeah. So to me, it's what inspiration do you have within yourself that wants to make a difference, mm. that wants to make a change? Yeah. And, and it doesn't even have to be as extensive as my routine is this, I'm doing this. You just have to want better and really see who future you is. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to see when we're younger, but we know it's something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you were in your 20s and you were working a job, I'm assuming, and you just realized that you wanted to take more time for yourself. What was the, the first area that you started to organize in your life that essentially led to the shift of where you are now today? It was my mind and my friends. Mm. And to me, that meant more than, oh, my morning routine. My morning routine didn't really matter. And I never hyped it up. Before was, what are the self-talks that I'm having? How am I thinking about the situations, you know, the things that I'm doing? And I really started listening. And, And now even coaching, this is something I'm bringing back up is saying, people talk about, you know, self sabotage and all this. It's not bad. You're just not listening to what you're saying. You mm-hmm. want to tune it out before mm-hmm. you listen. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing then. And I, I, I had no idea that I was doing that. Mm. You mentioned mm-hmm. friends too. You said your mindset and your friends. Tell yeah, me a little bit so, about that. So for me, I never had a group of girlfriends. It was always, I was the friend of the guys or I had like two friends that were girls. Mm-hmm. And before that, it would be, oh, certain girls would get to know me, stuff like that. But you just start feeling internally that certain people aren't going to be with you for the rest of your life. Mm, yeah. And to me, that was weight that I had because I was always the supportive friend. I was always the mom friend. And as an empath, you take people's energy and you just... Girl! Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and without knowing, like even putting it in perspective this way, How do you know that you're heavy because of somebody else? How do you know somebody's energy is just stuck on you when you don't know how to handle that or to, you know, accept it? Like that, that's also Mm -hmm. being in tune. I was Mm -hmm. in tune without knowing I was. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like, okay, these people aren't good for me. Like you Mm got to go. Mm -hmm. I couldn't make sense of that until now. Yeah. That's That's a whole 10 years later. (laughs) That is so, so funny that you say that because I am like, literally in that exact journey well I would say almost like um a year ago like when I got pregnant with my son it was just a shift you know I was I left my corporate job um you know about 10 months prior to that just so many changes and then I ended up getting pregnant uh, with my baby and there's just so much going on but like the friends that I had around me I'm like this is not it like this is not Mm -hmm. and I can't explain why but I felt it in my core like just something about like the person that I was showing up in those friendships um it wasn't me it wasn't truly truly deeply within my heart so I love that you say that you had to first get clear on your mindset but then your friends because it is like who are you associated with um because the people that you communicate with the most like those are the people who have the most power on well actually you have the most power on your mindset (laughs) but if you aren't strong enough you aren't taking that time to um you know build that muscle build that resistance to be able to have those conversations with our minds people can easily just like seep in and those thoughts and things like that just like can take over so 
sometimes just relationships just need to to end and you need to let go of certain things um which is actually one of the questions that I have for you is like what were some of the things that you had to let go of in order to start to live a more in tune life you mentioned friends um, but you said mindset too but like what were some of the mindsets and thoughts that you had that you had to let go of the biggest thing was people pleasing and that was in my mind it was if I don't show up for them they're going to think I'm not a good friend and you know again at a younger age these are things that stick to you right and it's something that you take into your adulthood in a different way. We now take people pleasing. If you have a business, it's somebody emailed me at 2 a.m. I have to respond. Like your business hours aren't until 2 a.m. Like mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Like where's the boundary? <laughs> right. And yeah. without knowing that that's what it's called, mm-hmm. it is having boundaries. It's having the knowing of your self-worth and saying, you know what? I'm showing up better because future me expects that. Mm-hmm. And reiterating that in yourself is saying, okay, I have to stop doing this, but we can't just say I have to stop. It's how do you actually do it? And mm-hmm. that's something I've worked on. So you sat down, started working on your mindset. Um, were you like seeking out getting coaches? Were you getting guidance? Like, was it just, I know you mentioned you were reading books, but what, how are you moving to in terms of being able to gravitate to whether it be a certain profession or a certain book or a certain podcast were there steps that you were taking in your day to organize in order to um, you know make the right decisions because sometimes I feel like if you sit down you're trying to plan your day maybe you're just afraid of actually the thought of I don't know what to do first or next what is kind of your process when it comes to okay you know what I'm going to plan out my days you have to start somewhere um so what what would that look like for you yeah so I actually have that in two parts because younger me before was looking at what are the things that are going to make me happy and fill me up and my mindset shift didn't happen through help of other people it was a very internal process Mm -hmm. and it was based on again, the things that I liked and what I enjoyed. And it was always something, the question I always ask everybody, this came from that moment was what makes you happy, right? And I wake up happy and Mm -hmm. I still do, right? And Mm -hmm. and there's people that often tell me like, oh, well, I have to go to the beach to be happy and and do all the things. And I'm like, you woke up today, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, I've had that, but to say it to someone else that hasn't, It's looking down inside and saying, what lights you up? What fills your cup? What makes you happy? Because if you know you're planning your day, now let's move forward to today. You're going to plan your day and you have all the things on your to-do list that you really don't want to do. Start with, what's going to make me happy? What's going to give me the result that's going to lead me to the goals that my future self wants? I'm never going to write, I need to do laundry first. That could wait. I look at, okay, there's a book that I want to read. Maybe that's not a top priority, but that might be one of the three things that I want to get done. Mm -hmm. Read 10 pages, right? Just so I feel a little better. And you start looking at your day as what happened to our imagination that we had as kids, that we were just 
so yeah. creative. So yeah. why can't you make your day like that? If you had the option to do whatever you wanted to do, mm-hmm. why can't you do it? Right? Because we're stopping ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that we can do it. So maybe start taking pieces of those and incorporate that into your day. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I love that. And, and even taking that one step further, because what I help my clients with is really uncovering any, you know, past traumas that might be showing up with those. And sometimes it's, it's really some mindsets that is actually preventing you from finding out what makes me actually happy. Because at the end of the day, you might not think that you deserve to be happy so then that's why and that's a deeper thing that you need to figure out okay what is that rooted in why am I not feeling worthy enough to dream you know Mm -hmm. I actually was talking to one of my career clients um and she just recently she was you know working at a company for like 12 years and now she's starting to do her own business and she's like Chanel like I have been thinking about this for 12 years but like it literally just took me having a conversation and now I'm like actually doing it and it's like she was kind of beating herself up about it I'm like there was so much growth and learning in that process that you had to go through and had to uncover so now you are in a different space where you can actually dream now and that was one of the things that we talked about because she's like oh my god like I'm, I'm here this is what I was hoping for and wanted to do I'm like okay let's create now you know and that is a space that we should all be in. And I agree with you every day. And sometimes I think you um, have a very positive mindset. And obviously this is what you do for a living. Like you are um, an expert in helping people get organized with their thoughts. But, um, you know, and you, you mentioned this, you might not necessarily want it bad enough. How do you help people uncover what they need to uncover in order to start to make it happen, if that makes sense. Like if they feel like I don't have the time, I don't have this, they have all these excuses. What is like the one thing that someone can do? And you said like, what makes them happy? If they don't know the answer to what makes them happy, like how do we get people who are maybe just, I see some, and I know there's people on this who are listening potentially who just feel like, no, it, it works for them, but it can't work for me. Um, you know, this is my situation. I have X amount of kids or I have all, I don't have enough time or I have, you know, all these different things that can come up for people. So, you know, with my platform, I want to be able to show people who are, you know, the 20 year old, 20 year old version of you or the 20 year old version of myself who literally is just almost coming from a coma right now and is like, <laughs> what, what do I do? Um, how do we help? How do you help those people who, if they're listening to this podcast and they feel like, you know, no, nope, they're just, what they're talking is just blowing smoke. Like it's not actually going to impact my life. Like what is your rebuttal to that? Or what, how do you feel about that type of mindset? So for one, I love it because we all start there. And I look at it in a way of, for one, if you don't know what makes you happy, you don't know yourself yet. Mm. And to me, it's asking more questions surrounding that. And it's saying, then if you don't know that right now, what do you want to work towards? Who do you want to be in this world? Right Mm. now, this is bigger than where we are in this moment. It is now saying, if you wake up and you go to a job, okay, great. Do you want to be at that job for the rest of your life? 
no. Okay, what else do you think you would do? I'm not sure. Okay, great. What are things that you enjoy? I don't really know. That's now going to be the time that you have to be in self-reflection that I can't give you guidance. Mm. What I can do is ask you certain questions that are now thought-provoking. Yeah, because for me, I can't tell you your passion, your purpose, anything of your place in this world. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is say, how do you want to show up in the world? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even the biggest thing is that we do have, we all have authority in this world. And that is Mm -hmm. the thing that it took me to actually remember and believe like I have quotes up here on my with my wall like on this side and things like that that just remind me like you said something earlier about and I talk about this as well like the fact that I woke up and I have air in my lungs there is still a calling and a mission and a purpose all my life Mm -hmm. if you don't believe that like you were here for a reason you know what I mean whether it is to inspire somebody else or to just um you know be that person for another individual so just that thought process alone I want the audience to know like there's a reason that you're here so do the work dive in and start to ask yourself because it's there because there's a reason that you're here you know what I mean and it just breaks my heart that people um, can go through life all you know the time and they just compare themselves or they just feel like there's nothing out there for me you know and I had to start to really uncover those mindsets. And that's exactly the same process that I took before I even got into the coaching space is it started with me. I started Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, I fell into a super, super dark um, state of depression when my husband and I like got engaged and like opened up all this like past stuff from like my childhood that like I wasn't really aware of um and that's what trauma is but a lot of it was rooted in like marriage and what that's supposed to look like and what I saw from my parents was not what I wanted to implement but I'm like the heck how do how do I do that and that just literally shocked my entire everything and I just fell into the spiral of just like who am I what what do I want how do I want my future life to look like and sometimes like you said you do have to hit rock bottom to start to build yourself back up but you know hopefully we can having these conversations can help people before they hit that rock bottom to start now but I think there's so much beauty in that but yeah I started to dive deep into self-help books um I that's where I actually got my um, love for my faith in God. I was not, I didn't grow up in the church. Like that was a whole new journey and it's still a journey for myself. i um, in a relationship that I have been building um, over the past like four years, but it all started with me. And then eventually over time, once I started to get to know me and what I wanted and that I was the girlfriend that, you know, people would come to and I would just tell them the honest truth, you know, and that was another big thing about, um, you know, past friendships was knowing that I wanted to just be honest like I wanted to share that and that was the one thing that I learned about myself with all this self-discovery and then from there then it started to lead to oh I was actually meditating one morning and I heard a voice which I know now Mm -hmm. I mean believe what you want to (laughs) believe but I know it was God and Mm -hmm. I mean it sounded like me but it literally said look up life coaching I had never heard of it before of course like everyone now is a, mm-hmm. as a coach but you know a few yeah. years ago like I literally <laughs> I literally had no idea that it was actually a thing and mm-hmm. I remember I stopped what I was doing I went into the other office and I just looked it up and I was like wait, 
what? Like, this is a industry. This is something I can do for a living. And from there, the rest is a wrap. Like, that's where I am now. Once I just cracked open that door, mm-hmm. I just kept on taking the steps forward to being more in tune with what my calling was. But you're right. It starts with yourself and what are those things and what do you enjoy? But sometimes it's going to be, you know, really uncovering some of those past traumas and things like that to really get you to a more enlightened um, state of mind. So I agree with that. That's super powerful. Yeah. And we, we never stop learning. We never stop growing. And it's like, you're supposed to look back at your life and say, look at how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we don't acknowledge our wins. You know, we don't acknowledge now the stuff that made us who we are. Had we not gone through what we had, we wouldn't be where we are. Amen. So <laughs> for, for somebody just to feel the way they are, it's like, it's only a matter of time until you're out of it. Mm. If you believe it enough, you'll get out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you That's will do it. everything. And the way our brains are set up is when you set in a, a belief in an intention, whether it's good or bad, if you have a negative one, your brain is like, okay, that's the truth. We're going to keep on rolling with that. But like you mm-hmm. said, if you believe it, it's going to be yours. Um, thoughts become reality, but you have mm-hmm. to first create the thought. What is that reality? Um, that is like so fitting just with where you know my mindset is with like exercise and getting worked out. And I think you actually responded to one of my polls and I was asking like how when do people work out like during the time when is the day like, I was just like struggling you know what I mean uh-huh. just like looking for some answers but uh-huh. I just had this epiphany um like a few days ago I was like you know what like what is this issue with me and and working out like what is this thing and I literally had a conversation with myself and just started to go back and forth back and forth and then I got down to this point of like you know what the vision that I have for myself, how I see myself in the future, I see myself with like, you know, my family, you know, on a beach house, like I see myself healthy, eating healthy foods, like going for a run on the beach, like doing all these different things. But I'm like, Chanel, version of yourself that you see in the future, you're, there's a lot in between (laughs) that has to happen. (laughs) But at the end of the day, in order, if you want any of those things to happen, what is the one thing that you physically can see that you know is you know, clear. It is having a healthy body. It is being in shape. Whether it's going to take me some time or it's going to be hard work, I have to do it. And like that for me, motivated me. Like, I'm like, I want that so bad Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the workout. But like, I've tried everything else, but that dream of like, I'm working towards that body. And it's not about the body or anything like that. Like everyone has their own thing that is going to be unique to them. Again, Mm -hmm. in tune living is about what's in tune for you and what's in tune for me. And for me, it's having a healthy body, whatever that looks like in my mind, but I'm not there yet. So what I see, so now I'm like, that has motivated and literally shifted my thought process. And I'm actually excited now on Mm, knowing that once I get to that, you know, space, everything else that I see around me in that version of when I stand in that power of who that person is in the future it's all going to start to come and gravitate to me but I have to just tackle this one area 
And Mm -hmm. that leads me to the question of overwhelm. Like you can feel overwhelmed with, you know, things that you have to do or not even have to do that you get to do. Um, So how do you, you know, personally handle overwhelm, which I'm sure you probably plan it, but how do you (laughs) help it with, (laughs) with, um, like your clients or just in general with, you know, the thoughts of overwhelm and, and what is the first thing that you do to kind of get out of that? Yeah. So I've actually, I'm a little proud of myself because I feel like I've mastered no longer being overwhelmed because I know my capacity. And yeah. Yes. Yes. You better own that girl. (laughs) Right. And it's funny because this came as a conversation yesterday when I was talking to my boyfriend and I said, you know what? Because I did have two previous clients that were like, I'm overwhelmed doing this, this, this. And he looked at me and he's like, I don't think I've heard you like we're going together now four years. He's like, I don't think I've heard you say you've been overwhelmed of all the things I'm doing. It's more overwhelmed if I don't know how to do something. So I was like, oh my God, you're right. And then like in my head, I was like, I cracked the code. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Because I say this because I was, I don't even remember what I was doing. I think I was setting up my, my blog site And I was like, I don't know how to put in this code. Yeah, I was adding in like one of my email marketing. I'm like, I can't do it to save my life. And I just got overwhelmed. But then looking at what my steps were from just that moment, it was to let it go. I said, I'm either going to come back to it later or come back to it in a couple of days. But looking at it now, the reason why nothing else gets overwhelming to me is because I give myself a cap at how many things I need to get done. And I cap it at how strenuous kind of is the activity, you know, is it a a high priority, high level thinking thing? Is it something that's going to take more of my energy? Because if you have things that are going to take your energy all day long, Mm. not only are you going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be burnt out. You're just, you're going to be like, I can't do this tomorrow. And then let's say tomorrow is a slow day. Now you're going to be like, well, what else can I do? Right? So mm-hmm. it's essentially balancing the things that you want to get done and knowing I personally, I can only have X amount of clients a day mm-hmm. because I'm taking other people's energy. Oh yeah. I know as soon as I hit another person, no, we got to do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know myself, I've gotten to the point that I know what overwhelm looks like. Yeah. So the biggest thing I have is where are you overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. What times of the day? What are the tasks or things that you're doing? And then look at, does it need to be done today? Mm -hmm. Can that, if it does need to be done today, is it a weekly thing? Is it something that just needs to be done once? I organize everything as a task matrix. If it's important and urgent, not important, but it's urgent, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That I say, if I don't need to do it today, it can go tomorrow or next week. Mm -hmm. You stop being overwhelmed. Yeah, no, that's powerful and the biggest thing that I heard right there is the mindset of knowing your cap on Mm -hmm. yourself and that comes with and another thing I want to give you another shout on your back or patting your back that's being (laughs) overcoming people pleasing right there you know Mm -hmm. that's honoring your yeses and honoring your nos right there Mm -hmm. and that is a hard thing to do especially when you're in the business and you want to serve many people but oh my god like it's just funny as you're saying that I literally had a uh, a thought about like even doing this podcast like mm-hmm. when I started it I literally said to God I'm like 
okay because I've tried I've done YouTube I've tried different mm-hmm. areas and again it's like do you want it bad enough is it does it make you happy if it doesn't mm-hmm. you're gonna struggle there's going to be some resistance but again as a coach you have to kind of go through things and learn things the hard way even though mm-hmm. I told my clients otherwise and I can see the other glass from other people mm-hmm. as half full or whatever but um I was like all right I'm going to try this. I'm going to figure out the editing process and all this stuff. And I remember I was sitting there and I started to edit the first episode and I'm like, I don't understand this. Like what is happening? And again, Mm -hmm. the perfectionist in me is like, this doesn't sound right. Like why? Like the platform that I use just wasn't making any sense. And um, I'm like, nope, I don't have the energy for that. And like right now as a mom, my biggest thing is maintaining my energy and Mm -hmm. I don't want to get overwhelmed. I don't want to get frustrated. Like, obviously that's going to happen, but if I can avoid it, again, you make the choice. And I remember sitting there and I was like, you know what? I can feel myself getting frustrated with myself. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I'm I'm done. I literally closed my computer. I said, it's Mm -hmm. done. That was my cap. And as you were kind of explaining it, like I've definitely been doing those similar things. That night I laid in the bed and literally said, God, if this is what you want me to do tomorrow, this is what you want me to do. This podcasting is it. This is how I talk to him. Like I seriously talk to him like this. I'm like, this is what you want me to do. Let's let this be easy. And in term, and what I meant by easy was, I don't want like, not easy, but the technology. Let's let it flow. Like, let's let it make sense, right? Next morning, I put on my to-do list. You know, I'm going to research another video and see to educate myself. First video I found, literally, I don't know if it was just the fact that I let go and I didn't mm-hmm. continue to push myself and I took that ownership of like, nope, I'm, I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. The next morning, Brie, like literally, I don't know if like something over my brain just like made everything clicked. And I'm like, oh my God, I can edit it in this and do that and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then literally mm-hmm. within like, my baby was taking a nap within 20 minutes, I was able to edit my first video for the night before it took me like, four hours trying to figure out anything so yeah that's real but again it always goes back to knowing what works for you and if you don't Mm -hmm. know that you're gonna feel overwhelmed like you definitely will feel overwhelmed and I could have worked myself into overwhelmed and then that next morning I would have been you know going down that cycle of uh and then I would have been like see I'm not supposed to do this and no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a whole thing <laughs> so yeah. and that's I, like the law of attraction mm-hmm. you know it, you're you're putting it out oh I can't do this well it's going to continue to show up and show you why you can't do it yeah absolutely absolutely um well I know I was on your Instagram and I know you talk about the wheel of life um that's something that I also work with my clients on so I would love for you to just kind of share a little bit more about how you implement the wheel of life in your life and with your clients um, and how you are able to implement that into planning out your days with those five big areas of your life. Yeah, so I actually do it super intentionally. I have uh, one of my planners is a happy planner and it has the seven little sections for Mm -hmm. each day and I'm rating those areas and then so you figure I'll rate the areas and then at night I'm journaling and also in the morning I'm looking at, okay, how do I want to make this better? Right. And instead of just saying, how do I make it better? It's in what area 
and then how right we're, we're so quick to look at a wheel of life and be like oh i'm about a five i'm about a six well what are you doing every day or what are you doing once a week about three to four times a week i block out times for now my self-development and then once of the week is now my relationship right because it's our date nights mm-hmm. then i have probably about four to five days is my finances then you go into your career, social, like every part of the wheel you want to work on. Mm-hmm. In order to become better, we need to know what we're getting better at. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what I tell my clients. Don't just rate it. Look at if it was bigger than 10, if everything was 100, what would that look like to you? Some people, a different client was like, oh, well, my relationship, oh, well, I don't really want this, this, and this. Okay, then you're already content. Why do you keep working on it then? Mm-hmm. And then it was a, oh my God, I would have never thought. Now you're kind of at maintenance mode, right? If, if something's good, you know, you know what I mean? If it's not broken, mm-hmm. don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me and was like, okay. And I was like, well, you're talking about finances, but what are you doing? Are you selling anything? Are you promoting your business? Right? We don't think that our day-to-day, the goals that we have for ourselves is not just long-term. It's what's, you know, fulfilling our life and making us whole. Mm-hmm. If you want to hit a financial number, it's no longer about the number, but it's about the life it's going to give you once you achieve that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's how do you become intentional with looking at these areas and saying, okay, I can implement this on Mondays, this every day, this only on Thursdays. Again, with, with that being a little more structured, you know exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. I look at you know personal development and kind of family kind of in one that I look at, I'm developing, you know, and I can share different things with my family members. Now, if I see them, I say, you know what, I read this, I was talking about this, I watched this, and those don't have to be separate buckets. So if you even look at it that way, it just, it makes it a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. That's so good, so good, so good, so good. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've definitely tapped into just, honestly, the importance of it like what would you say would be your biggest takeaway for or the one thing that you want people to take away from this conversation they were to leave this and they want to feel motivated and excited and you know want to get things done what would be either a tip or a resource or um you know a thought or you know anything that you want to share with the audience that you want to kind of leave leave them with the biggest thing that has motivated me and I'm sure other people is if you're doing something, ask yourself, does future me agree with this? And does it align with future me? Because we make decisions, not even based on the goals that we have, because if you have a five or 10 year goal, why aren't you doing the thing now? If future me eats right, then me eating something from McDonald's does not align. So mm-hmm. then why am I doing it, mm-hmm. right? you are going to start living more intentionally, more in tune when you see future you. Mm -hmm. And don't even see future you as if it's so many years. Put it as if it's right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, that goes right back to the thought process of seeing Mm -hmm. a vision of where you are and how are you going to get to it? I love that you said that. Like, does this align with the future me? Because we're always in the present and like in the moment, you forget about the future you. So I love Mm -hmm. that question to start asking yourself 
just day to day, day to day. And I think even that's a good thing just to right away in the morning, just every single action, um, which will essentially start to help you uncover what it is that actually makes you happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of brings that everything full circle, which I love. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, that's actually all the questions that I had for you. Like that was like, I'm motivated. Like I'm about to go downstairs and be like, all right, Brandon, (laughs) we're sitting down, we're getting organized and make our top fives. Like I'm not playing games. And the biggest thing that I think that you have blessed me with is um, knowing my cap and really planning of, okay, is this going to take more energy? Cause I am so I have not been doing that. I just write things on a to list, but you don't actually think about the energy that goes mm-hmm. along with the activity. And mm-hmm. I think that is like the biggest takeaway. And I want to thank you. And I hope everyone who's listening to this can take that away from them is pay attention to where you're putting your energy. What is draining you? What is taking it away? And then also what gives you energy? Putting in those times for your day to fill that cup back up. You have to have a little bit of both. If you're pouring from an empty cup, you're literally just, no, that's not, that's not the life. That's not what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even to be able to identify it, because sometimes people don't know if it's draining or their energy, right? So how to find out is, again, did you feel good after you did it, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of things that some people don't feel good. I feel good knowing I am cleaning, I am doing all the things. I've put away laundry the day I do laundry. And some people look Girl, at me. Girl, you trying to come over here? I change a lot. But yeah, like, again, that's something that you know, it just feels good, right? And to other people, it doesn't. So that might be something you do want to do first thing in the morning so you can knock it out, mm-hmm. right? And then you look at your other things. Yeah. And say, okay, this is probably taking that much energy or do it while you're doing something else maybe mm-hmm. you do want to watch a movie and something what can you attach the thing to, to pleasure yeah because mm-hmm. everything that we want to do or don't want to do it's based upon pleasure you know if you mm-hmm. want to work out in the morning but you choose not to you hit snooze that's because you're making the decision that it feels good to sleep in you need to work on associating it feels good to exercise it feels good to move my body and really making that mindset shift it's all about the mindset yeah beautiful 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 well Brie where can everybody find you um shout out your you know your Instagram I know you mentioned you're working on your blog so if your website is up and then also coaching like if you guys want to work with Brie one-on-one definitely um this is your space to share where people can find you how people can work with you and anything else you want to share yeah, so my Instagram, you guys can find me at it's lovely B, and in the link in my bio will take you to my website at www.itslovelyb.com. From there, you can schedule a free discovery call. I will work with you to see if we are, for one, a great fit to work together, and just literally everything is on my Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes, so my links, is, yeah. And she's been doing more reels, and she's just. I love her creativity (laughs) and she's going to get you right. So make sure you guys follow her. I will leave all her links and everything like that in the show notes. Um, But yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Brie, thank you for being a guest on the podcast and sharing a little bit more about your story. And I'm sure that this is going to help and motivate so many people start 
living their lives and doing the things that make them happy. So again, thank you so much. And we will all talk to you guys soon, or I will talk to you guys all soon. I love you. Thank you for having me.